The message you're about listening to is from Pastor E.A. Adeboe, the General Overseer of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. Someone shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, whip your hand to two or three people around you and say, The Almighty God will bless you today. And then you may please be seated. God bless you. Amen. We'll continue with our series going higher. As we move on to part 68, and we'll be reading from 1st King chapter 19, reading from verse 19 all the way to 21, 1st Kings 19, from verse 19 to 21. So Elijah departed thence and found Elisha, the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with twelve yoke of oxen before him, and he with the twelfth. And Elijah passed by him and cast his mantle upon him. And he left the oxen and ran after Elijah and said, Let me, I pray thee, kiss my father and my mother. And then I will follow thee. And he said unto him, Go back again, for what have I done to thee? And he returned back from him and took a yoke of oxen and slew them and boiled their flesh with the instruments of the oxen and gave unto the people, and they did eat. Then he arose and went after Elijah and ministered unto him. In our last discussion, we were emphasizing the need for diligence. Uh, If we are to enjoy the anointing of God, we pointed out the fact that uh, God doesn't give his anointing to lazy people because he knows they will waste it. But then I'm sure you will want to ask a question. Sir, are you saying that Elisha was the only diligent person in the old land? After all, God himself said he has 7,000 others beside Elijah. Was Elijah chosen simply because he was the only one among the 7,000 who was diligent? Definitely not. It brings us to a very important 
topic. And that's the topic of something called destiny. I'm sure at least those of you who are in Nigeria, you know, when we want to admit people to the universities, there is an institution that will test everybody, every applicant. And they will grade them. I think the grading begins from 400 for the best and then goes all the way down. And then they will pass their results over to the universities. And then each university, depending on their own uh, standard, will decide what will be the cutoff mark for the student that they will admit. Maybe they have 400 spaces for people they want to admit. And so they say that, well, the cutoff mark for the student to be admitted into this particular university is, shall we say, 270. You must score at least 270 in the JAMBA exams. And so they begin, they look at the list of those who have applied. And by the time they get to 271, those who have scored 271 and above, they already have 399 students in. So they need one more student, just one more place. And so they drop down to their 270 cutoff mark. And they discover a thousand students, a thousand applicants who scored 270. But they needed only one. So how do you choose one out of all these people who are equally qualified? Revelation chapter 4, verse 11. Revelation chapter 4, verse 11 tells us our God is a God of purpose. He created all things and he created all things for his pleasure. He doesn't create anybody without a purpose in mind. Acts chapter 15, verse 18, Acts 15, verse 18 tells us he knows the end from the beginning, known unto God are all his works from the foundation of the world. Isaiah chapter 46, verse 10, Isaiah chapter 46, verse 10 says, he declares the end from the beginning. And then in Jeremiah chapter 1 from verse 4 to 5, Jeremiah 1, 4 to 5, he says clearly before you were born, he has concluded everything 
about you. Before you were born. In Romans chapter 9 from verse 10 to 13, Romans 9 from verse 10 to 13, the Bible says there were a set of twins in the womb of the same mom. And God said, before they were born at all, Jacob I love, Esau I hate. They weren't born yet. They haven't done anything yet. But the one who knows the end from the beginning said, mm -mm, this is settled. This boy is the one I love. That one, I hate it. Romans chapter 9, verse 17. Romans 9, verse 17. The Bible says the reason he brought Pharaoh into the world, the reason he promoted Pharaoh, the reason he made Pharaoh so great is so that when he drowns him, the world will pay attention. There is something called destiny. Before you were born, God has a purpose for your life. What is God's purpose for my life? It's a very important question you need to ask. You must ask that question today. And pray that God will give you the answer. In Genesis chapter 50 from verse 15 to 22, Genesis 50 from verse 15 to 22, the brothers of Joseph came to him after their father died. And they said, we know we wronged you. Now we are your servants. Have pity on us, even though our father is dead. Don't now come and revenge. Uh -huh. Joseph said, <laughs> you thought you were doing me evil, but you were pushing me towards my destiny. The purpose God created me was only fulfilled through your activities. I should be thanking you. If you had not sold me into slavery, how will I have got into Egypt? How will I be prime minister now? In Exodus chapter 3, from verse 1 to 15, Exodus 3, 1 to 15, it became clear to Moses, after he had been alive for 80 years, that the purpose of him being born was to deliver a nation. When you read Joshua chapter 1 from verse 1 to 8, Joshua chapter 1 from verse 1 to 8, it became clear to Joshua, I was born to complete the work of Moses. Where Moses failed, I'm to succeed. But in the case of Joshua, 
will show you something interesting about this thing called destiny. You will remember that when Moses sent some spies to go and spy the land, you can read that in Numbers chapter 13, and read verse 17 to 13, Numbers 13, from verse 17 to 30. And the twelve spies came back, and ten said, we can't take the land. The Bible tells us there were only two that said, yes, we can take the land. But read that Numbers 13, from verse 17 to 30, clearly, you will discover that that first night, it was Caleb who spoke. It was Caleb who said, yeah, we can take the land. Joshua was quiet. It was only the second day, Numbers chapter 14. Read it from verse 1 to 10. Numbers 14 from verse 1 to 10. It was only later that Joshua spoke and said, yes, we can take the land. So if God was to choose a successor to Moses, should it be Joshua? Why not Caleb? He was the first one to speak. He was the first one to say, if the Lord is on our side, we can do it. Joshua kept quiet at first. But there's something called destiny. And then look at two people called Aaron and Hall. Exodus chapter 17, from verse 8 to 13. Exodus 17, 8 to 13. When Moses was on the mountain top at the battle of the Amalekites, there were two people who were lifting up his hands, Aaron and Hor. And yet, in Exodus chapter 40, from verse 12 to 13, Exodus 40, 12 to 13, it was... Aaron, who was now chosen to be the high priest. Aaron and his children. Where was Hall? Ah, and when you look at chapter, Luke chapter 8, from verse 1 to 3. Luke chapter 8, from verse 1 to 3. Do you know that among those people who are named as the divine treasurers of the day of the Lord Jesus Christ was a woman called Mary Magdalene, out of whom the Lord had to cast out seven demons so that she can become what God planned for her to be a divine treasurer. And then there were some people that were not even named who are 
children of destiny. Second Kings chapter 5 from verse 1 to 19. Second Kings 5 from verse 1 to 19. The Bible tells us that in the house of Naaman, there was a maid, a housemaid. When you read that story, you will say, oh, okay, the housemaid was born to bring healing to Naaman. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> but she did much more. Because after Naaman got healed, and he brought gifts to Elisha, and Elisha refused the gifts, he said to Elisha, Give me some soil. I'm taking the presence of your God to my country. I'm going there to build an altar. From this moment onward, I will only serve your God. As a purpose for which that little girl was born. Oh, then look at John chapter 6 from verse 5 to 13. John 6 from verse 5 to 13. The Lord was in need. He wanted to feed a lot of people. And the Bible said there was a lad there. They did not give us his name. Surrendered his meal. And with the meal, the Lord fed 5,000 people, and there were left over. That boy was born to be around when God is going to be in need. What's your purpose? Why were you born? Because we see here in the story of Elisha here that he was farming, whereas the purpose of God for him was to become the father of kings, not a farmer. Second Kings chapter 13 from verse 14 to 21. Second Kings 13. 14 to 21, oh, by the time he was about to die, and he first see, king came and said, my father, my father. King called him father. Are you farming? When God is expecting you to fulfill a purpose so mighty, that kings will be calling you father. Or look at Luke chapter 5 from verse 1 to 11. Luke 5 from verse 1 to 11. Peter was fishing for fish. But God created him to fish for souls. What's God's purpose for your life? Very, very 
serious question that we need to ask, particularly as the time is going. You need to know God's purpose for your life before it is too late. I've told you before, my driver came to me one day and said, Daddy, I have found my purpose. I believe God created me to drive you, take you to wherever you are going so that you can preach the gospel to them. That's my purpose. He said, Daddy, you may not know this, but as soon as I take you there, as you begin to preach, I begin to pray. What's your purpose? Because there are people who are tailoring when God's purpose for them is to be a baba. You say, Sisos is Sisos. <laughs> One Sisos is for baby, the other is for cutting clothes. That brings us to a very serious question. Have we any say? in the issue of our destiny, of awareness at all. Because according to Psalm 33, verse 11, Psalm 33, verse 11, the Bible says, the purpose of God, that's what is going to stand. In Proverbs chapter 11, verse, sorry, Proverbs chapter 19, verse 21, Proverbs 19, verse 21, the Bible says, regardless of anything man can do, many are the devices in the heart of man, but the counsel of God, that is what will stand. Isaiah 46 from verse 9 to 10, Isaiah 46 from verse 9 to 10, God says, I declare the end from the beginning, and my counsel shall stand. Okay, so if he has ordained it, if he has already predetermined what I will become, if I say in the matter, I mean, if, it's, if he had made up his mind before I was born. Oh, yes, he allows you to have a say. Deuteronomy chapter 30, from verse 19 to 20. Deuteronomy 30, 19 to 20. He said, I'm calling the heavens and the earth to, to bear witness. That I'm placing before you blessings and causes, life and death. Then he says, choose life that you may live. You and your seed may live. The Bible says in Psalm 119, verse 89, Psalm 119, verse 89, he said, Even though forever, O Lord, thy word is settled, in heaven, 
The same God said in Ezekiel chapter 33 from verse 13 to 19, Ezekiel 33 from verse 13 to 19, <laughs> he said, if I say that this sinner, you are going to die, if the sinner repents, I will say I change my mind. If I say to a righteous man, righteous man, you are going to live. And then the righteous man says, ah, okay, God has said I'm going to live. And then begins to sin. He says he will die. In 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 30, 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 30, he opened his mouth and said, Tell a lie. I said indeed that you and your father's house shall serve me forever. He said, but now I say, be it far from me. What is God saying? As we say in one of the uh, Proverbs, it is the white man that made the pencil. He's also the one who made the razor. <laughs> Consider Romans chapter 9, verse 10 to 13. Romans 9, 10 to 13, where God said, uh, Jacob I loved, Esau I hate. And then came Genesis 27 from verse 26 to 40, Genesis 27, 26 to 40. And what do you see? Uh, Jacob got the blessing. But Esau did something. All right, I've messed up and I've lost my blessing. And then it got busy. By the time you get to Genesis chapter 32 from verse 3 to 12, Genesis 32 from verse 3 to 12, when Jacob, the blessed, heard that Esau was coming with 400 bodyguards, it was Jacob that trembled with fear. When you get to Genesis chapter 33 from verse 8 to 9, Genesis 33 from verse 8 to 9, when Jacob said, ah, my brother Esau, uh, I brought you this animal, uh, I've got plenty, he said to him, hey, I have enough. Keep your own. Hmm. Let me quickly round up today before you pray and ask God to reveal to you his purpose for your life. There is something called the permissive will of God. In other words, God has a purpose for your life, but you say, no, I don't want that. I'm going to have my way. Oh, God will say, no problem. You're a human being. I give you the ability to choose. Mm. Who let you choose? Then you have what you say you must have at all cost. And then when you get what you say you want at all cost, 
you regret that you ever say, I want my will done, not God's will. I give you one example. There are many. Matthew chapter 26 from verse 24 to 25. Matthew 26, 24 to 25. Jesus Christ said to, uh, to his disciples, the Son of Man is going as he's reaching about him. My own case is settled. I'm, I'm going. He said, but woe to him by whom the Son of Man is uh, betrayed. He said, it's better for that fellow that he had never been born. Judas Iscariot answered and said, is it I? So the boy knew he was the one God was talking to. And the Lord said, <laughs> thou hast said. What should Judas do when he was confronted with that kind of direct revelation? He should have said, I changed my mind. But he didn't. You know the rest of the story. He went ahead. He did what he wanted to do. He collected the money he wanted to collect. But he never spent it. I might take an extra two minutes because I believe that today's message is for someone in particular. I was telling my children in one of our money devotion not too long ago. There are two daughters of mine, very precious to me, close to my family. One of them came to me and said, Daddy, I found the fellow I'm going to marry. I said, oh, congratulations. Am I allowed to pray? She said, of course, pray. I said, good. Father, if this person, your daughter, said she has found, it's not your perfect will, scatter the matter. <laughs> Within weeks, God scattered the matter. But another daughter of mine came. And I said, Daddy, I found someone I'm going to marry. I said, praise God. You want me to pray? But no, 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 no. I don't want your scatter, scatter prayer. I've come to tell you, not that I've seen someone I'm going to marry. I want, I've come to tell you, we have fixed the date for the wedding. Ah. So I can't pray, but no, no, no. Okay, what date? She says such and such a place. That date is not convenient for me. He said, she says it doesn't matter. So she got married. Had two children. And you know, in that kind of situation, you can't come back to say what you are going through. By the time she finally came and said, I married the wrong man. I say, it's already, what am I going to do now? Are you pursuing your own will, your own purpose, instead of God's purpose? Let's bow our heads in prayer. Those of you who are not airborne again, and you are running your own show, you are in danger. 
purpose of God for you is that you are not to die in sin. You are to surrender your life to him so you won't go to hell. I advise you that to surrender to him now. Cry to him and say, I surrender. Save my soul so that your purpose can be fulfilled in my life. Cry to him. And I will pray with you. Oh, Father, I want to say thank you. Thank you for your word. And I'm committing to your hands, especially those who have decided to yield to your purpose, to surrender their lives to you. Please receive them, save their souls, wipe away their sins with your blood, receive them into the family of God, and please, Lord, from now on, let your purpose be fulfilled in their lives. And let them serve you to the end. And I pray for all your children who may have one ambition or the other. If the ambition is not according to your perfect purpose, Father, scatter it. Let your perfect will and your perfect will alone be done in their lives. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. <laughs>